Hello, 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 everybody. How y'all doing today? Uh, Mike, you doing all right? I'm hanging in there, Brad. I'm hanging in there. You know, as best as you can be when, well, you know, the world is the world, I guess. I mean, we could say when the world is coming to an end, but at this point, I feel like it's kind of one of those things where the apocalypse takes too long to come around. Does it really count anymore, honestly? Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm at, at, at this point. I'm rooting for the virus. We just need to be 100 percent honest. When people are <laughs> when people are robbing each other of Pokemon cards and Target parking lots at gunpoint, then it's it, it's time that the virus just needs to do its job. Well, did you see the shit uh, with the uh, Nvidia restock at the uh, what was it? I, I think it was a Micro Center uh, that hit the news uh, middle of last week. Jesus, uh, I, I guess some Micro Center. Yeah, I guess some micro center uh, got a restock of their, uh, you know, the, I don't even know if it's the full range or just some of the uh, current NVIDIA cards, and a fucking yeah. mob stormed the doors, uh, trampling each other, trying to get their hands on the couple of boxes that they had. I mean, we can talk about, you know, collectibles uh, being, you know, the thing everybody's trying to literally kill each other over now, but I feel like... It's almost everything right now. It's not just exclusively uh, the collectible market. It's kind of just everything is up for uh, grabs, literally. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Brad, dickhead's gonna dickhead. So you know. Yeah. What are you giving me that look for, Kyla? We we put a parental <laughs> advisory warning on the audio files. I, I know that's that's why I, I had to remember that. If people have a problem with it, they can just go fuck themselves. <laughs> And with that, uh, guys, <laughs> <laughs> as always, I'm Brad, that's Mike, we're Dallas Geek, and if you have not joined us for our audio-exclusive podcast before, be aware this is not the family-friendly version of the show that you see in our uh, videos. Um, unfortunately, uh, we, we do have to, you know, uh, let our hair down sometimes, so to speak. Uh, and uh, Unfortunately. We, we can't, well, we, we can't be all, uh, you know, uh, shiny, uh, happy, cotton candy fun all the time. Sometimes we got to be a little, uh, well, fuck. <laughs> I say sometimes, sometimes we just have to throw f bomb, f bombs, and ethnic slurs. You know what can we say? Well, okay, not 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 Wait, so no much ethnic the, slurs. Yeah, not not so much the slurs. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Um. What about no, racial slurs? Are those ones okay? No, 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 no. No, race no, and ethnicity are not the same thing. This you is not Fox News. Bigot. This isn't Fox News, <laughs> and, and neither of us are Tucker Carlson. So that no, 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 no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tucker Carlson has calmed way down since he took off that fucking bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is uh well. In some ways, he's become a little more direct. Other t ways, he's become a bit more obtuse. Uh, it, it's really all about language. He he, he has kind of figured that out. Uh, I, I I guess. Uh, not not that I'm that really took him giving long him enough. props. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Oh, and I get yelled at for using my language. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, with that, uh, we are actually starting off, uh, surprisingly on topic today, uh, cause we're going to be talking about the, um, 
Pokemon card craze right now. And, well, really, trading card craze in general. And, and yeah. how Pokemon have kind of fucked the market. Um, for better animals. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Pokemon didn't fuck the market. Scumbag people fucked the market. Well, people fucked the market. They don't even have to uh, That's right, I guess people... About, well, <laughs> just people and scumbag do go hand in hand these days, it seems. Uh, you, you know. Why, why uh, require <laughs> the adjective when it's just kind of assumed most of the time? Yeah. You know, and me... <laughs> me, uh... Me working for who I work for, um... Mm -hmm. You know, I... It, well, it's not like I see this stuff firsthand. Shall not be named. Sure. Yes, Disney. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Just kidding, Mr. Mouse. Just kidding. Well, sort of. Sort of kidding. Yeah. yeah sort of kidding. <laughs> Only um, kidding if you can hear me. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm sure eventually they'll find us. Uh, they they seem to find everybody at some point. It's just not listening long right now, along take. with. <laughs> Yeah, they're listening right now along with Jack Dorsey and fucking Mark Zuckerberg and everybody else. I was about to say, Zuckerberg I Google search. Uh, listens to everybody yeah. all the time. I mean, at this point, he really is uh, an android, so... Uh, meh. Yeah, like, do you think if alien geneticists were watching, like, Mark Zuckerberg on video, they would just be like, we're staying the fuck away from that planet? I think they'd be more, uh, you know, of the mindset of, how the fuck did he get away from us? I I, I thought he was still in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Damn it's it, working. Damn it, Donnie, you had one he job. You had one he assimilated job. In <laughs> Keep the He's prototype. assimilated into their culture. <laughs> Keep the prototype in the lab. Don't let the humans see him. <laughs> That's right. He's got them in the palm of his... In the palm of his hands. <laughs> Uh, okay. And, okay. And back he has to back to bars in the palm of his, <laughs> but that's a different topic. Uh, <laughs> just saying, I would like to, I would like to be able to do a Google search and then hop on Facebook and not see an ad literally two things down for the thing that I just Google searched. Like, uh, goddamn, y'all! At least hide that you're spying on us a little bit more than you are. I mean, at this point, I'm not even mad anymore. I'm just impressed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the ad pop up on Facebook. that's true too, Kyla. <laughs> I mean, we went look, to a store and the ad popped up on Facebook like two minutes after we left said store. So at this I point, I feel like you can get mad about this shit or you can just be impressed with how much detail they've gone to to really understand your life as scummy as it absolutely is. And there, there's no way around the scummy shit. <laughs> and I, and I'm how just, we're letting them do it. I, I am I am genuinely impressed with the amount of effort it has taken to get to this level of audacity. I, I mean, really, it, right. it, there's a lot. Do you have any idea how much literal blood, sweat, and so many uh, intern tears have gone into that level of detail about understanding your life? Really? I'm about to say, Mark, I, I, Mark Zuckerberg's... Impressed. Mark Zuckerberg's wife must be a very happy woman because the balls on that man to do the shit that he does. I mean, if, if you think Steve Jobs has crushed so many souls in Silicon Valley over his lifetime, I'm willing to bet Zuckerberg already has him topped.
Like I, I, I'm willing to bet that the uh, the foundation it, under the foundation of the headquarters there has a secret basement just filled with the dead souls of former interns that are permanently stuck in that place. Oh, Brad, Brad, it's not a secret basement. Come on, <laughs> it's just well, the basement. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> secret basement. There you go. <laughs> Uh, but all right, anyway, back to topic. <laughs> uh, we, we had to have at least one tangent today, right? Uh, <laughs> Always. But Pokemon. Um, so for yes. those of you who are totally unaware, uh, Pokemon uh, had their 25th anniversary officially. Uh, the an- 25th anniversary was February 27th of this year. But the now, Pokemon now, Company now, Brad, and Nintendo we... have chosen to spend the entire year celebrating that because fucking now, Pokemon. Now, Brad, I think we all do. We, we do need to give it a little bit of history. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, Pokemon is short for Pocket Monster. You know, I, I feel like to... the Pocket Monster got lost in uh, the past the same way uh, AOL no longer means America Online. or That's fair. Now. You know. But we do need to recognize that at, I'm sure everybody here is thinking that Pocket Monster is short for penis. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. AOL is probably completely unfamiliar to at least one or two generations that might hear us. Um HBO. There we go. HBO no longer means home uh, box office. Yeah, home box office. Yeah. There we go. And for those of but. you that didn't realize HBO was uh, an acronym for something, um, fuck my life. I hate you. Yep, I hate <laughs> you. But no, it's like, so yeah. So like you said, it's the 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, they are choosing to celebrate it basically year-round um, with releases. Of, we're going to get games here at the end of the year. We're going to get the the long-rumored remakes of Diamond and Pearl are finally coming. Um, they're also doing the partner packs. Uh, they're doing limited edition prints for cards. And then the rumor was, and I don't remember if I saw it confirmed or not, was that they were reprinting the original 151 run um, for the TCG game. Now... How does this affect nerd culture, you may ask? Well, normally it would. How does it affect nerd culture? (laughs) It's like half of nerd culture. Come on. Now, normally, (laughs) normally, things would be a little bit harder to get your hands on. Hmm. People would kind of bitch and complain. Maybe spend like five to ten bucks more than they normally would for something that they really wanted. And everybody would go on about their lives being miserable as fuck. Hmm. But... Nah. But, <laughs> I th- but I feel like with Pokemon, this that's is... always been a, a bit of a, an underselling of their events. Yes. Somehow, now. Uh, of all the no- late 90s nostalgia, Pokemon seems to have some of the strongest strangleholds on people, both original uh, fans and new fans of most any other uh, of those classic 90s properties. And I... As much as I'd like to say I can explain it, I mean, oh, it's, it's fucking Pokemon. No. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Brad, you need to check your phone. Kyla actually just texted us a great drinking game around the show. I'm actually really tempted to do this one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Whenever we can do a live show uh, back in studio together, I, I feel like this needs to be a drinking game. Take a shot every okay, time. Okay, so we I'll make sure topic. to. <laughs> I'll make sure to. I'll make sure to take an Uber that day. Got it. Um, <laughs> Uber. Uh, but no. Sleep so sleep in the spare bedroom here. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, when all of this happened, like we said, normally, you know, things things get a little out of hand with stuff like this normally. Not to the point where people are pulling guns on each other in Target parking lots. Uh, I mean, in fairness, the original Pokemon craze had people trampled to death. So, is Dude, it really that Tickle different? Me Elmo wasn't this big. Eh. And everybody wanted to get their hands on that little pedophile. I Wait mean, a minute. But no, 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 no. You, you, you're not wrong? <clears throat> well, no, wouldn't he want to get his hands on... Well, you know what? Never mind. We're just moving on. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Most people do want to get their hands on a pedophile, but not for... Well, <laughs> we're just going to move on. But no, so so a lot of things a lot of things kind of created this perfect storm. Um, yes. And you really see this with the... You really see this on the sports side, like with baseball cards, basketball cards, football yeah. cards... Um, you also see this with Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic: The Gathering. Um, oh, although Magic Magic's, Magic's community is Magic's community is usually a more is usually a little more consistent, I guess would be the way to say it. Consistent but you do and see... restrained, but they're willing to drop yes. almost as much money regardless. Yes, yes, they're yes, yes, they're yes. much more loyal and therefore willing to go broke. Yes, but every couple years or so, you will see kind of these these peaks where whatever happens I, I don't know if it's maybe tops or you know wizards of the coast or whoever's doing it will put out a new set that now everybody just for whatever reason wants to get their hands on and you will see a boom in the demand for items it sure. does it happens like every like there's usually like a three to five year window and then it'll the, the craze will usually run about uh, probably like eight to twelve months give or take um, depending on how long they stretch the set out. And then you'll kind of see everything kind of settle back down and kind of go back to normal-ish. Um, you really see this on the basketball and baseball side, um, specifically. Because you have on that side, oh, you yeah. have the really... You have the collectors that are really into it, that are consistently into it. And then Tops will do something that will kind of... The casual fan will be like, oh... You know what? Yeah, let me get on on that because that's that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Pokemon. The, the Pokemon's usually cards, pretty consistent. Well, the thing with sports cards I, I've always found really interesting is that while football is more frequently able to get football trading cards in the news because their players end up getting more high-profile controversies in the news, which then affects the prices of that player's uh, cards because of the length of history of baseball and basketball cards. Um, their overall market cap and individual card prices are historically so much higher, so when something happens there, it means you have a much bigger shift in dollars <clears throat> that becomes right. newsworthy because of just the sh uh, the sheer amount of money that got affected by it. So it, right. yes. they get no uh, they get noticed by pop culture and the news for two different reasons most of the time, but 
it's always in a way that gets about the same level of uh, attention. Exposure. Yeah. 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 So you're yeah, a hundred percent. Now Pokemon, and and this is kind of something that ties back to Nintendo that pe- uh, people don't really know about Nintendo. Nintendo's been around for over a hundred years. Oh yeah. Nintendo started as a tabletop and trading card game company. Yeah. Well, or sorry, playing cards. Yeah. Actually, didn't they start off as uh, home electronics? I'll look it up. Not in you, you keep talking. 1890. But um, so Nintendo started as a tabletop playing card game company and evolved into the global runs the Japanese government industry shaping company that they are today, basically. Now, what does this have to do with Pokemon? Well, Nintendo owns a third of Pokemon. It's three. If I remember right, I think it's three companies that share the ownership. You're right. Cards. Yep. They they share cards. Of course. Bitch, I'm co- of course I'm right. I know. Nintendo, come on. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, between the two of us, um, you are categorically the more hardcore Nintendo fanboy, which is saying something. But, but yeah, <laughs> there's there's three companies that kind of share ownership of Nintendo of, of Pokemon rather. Nintendo, Game Freak, and then uh, the I can't remember company. who the third one is. The Th- fucking thank you, Pokemon, Pokemon company. company. <laughs> yeah. They, so they they, they basically so split Nintendo ownership. had to split uh, to spin it off into yeah. its own thing correct now with them being owned by three different basically entities they all have their own thing video games trading cards entertainment like anime movies all of that yes but in the end as far when it comes to licensing the pokemon company uh while they they have their niches that they each company covers the pokemon company more or less has uh, sh- uh, gets to play shotgun over most every licensing decision with the understanding right. that because they started as Nintendo, Nintendo always has that behind-the-scenes trump card that they can play. If they really feel like somebody's crossed the line, they can always come in and force the Pokemon Company's hand, even though, legally speaking, Pokemon Company mm-hmm. holds all the cards uh, for licensing deals. Right. Now, what does this mean for... Well, anybody that is a Nintendo fan knows Nintendo does not flood the market with anything. Oh, no. Nintendo <laughs> purposefully under... I don't want to say underproduces, but I think underproduces is the way to say it. Underproduces physical they, product. They appreciate the necessity of rarity and yes. uh, the uniqueness of an item. Yeah, they basically they control their own supply and demand. Now, normally with everything going on in the world running as normal, this wouldn't be a big deal like we said earlier. However, <laughs> fucking 2020. Fucking 2020 indeed. <laughs> now, <laughs> what happened in 2020 we might ask? Hmm. Is it possible? Uh, now just put on put on your tin put on your tinfoil hat with me for a second, Brad. Is it possible I, that maybe uh, in a bio lab in China? I uh, oh, oh, sorry. Okay, let, now let, Kyla's not, giving me not, the Let's not go full Marjorie Taylor Green here. We <laughs> Yeah, Kyla Kyla's giving me the stay off the grassy knoll look. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and by the way, by the way, uh, yes, <laughs> that's fucking China. Nintendo's Japan. Okay, fucking racist. Oh no, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not blaming Japan for this. Oh no, I, 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 I. Well, I mean, you know that there's plenty of people out there that would, but. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, no, because they're no. idiots and don't realize that they're two different countries. With two yeah. very different philosophies on a lot of things that we're not going to get into. Well, um, there, but... there are a lot of people out there in our country that don't seem to understand that Asia is a continent, not a country. But Indeed. <sighs> yes. Indeed. We call those Biden supporters. Anyway. Fucking wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Jokes aside. So basically, when, when 2020, when, when the virus hit uh-huh. and the pandemic hit and shut everything down... Hmm? People were literally bored out of their fucking minds, stuck inside with nothing to do. And depressed. And depressed. And depressed. Okay, that's... Yes, very much so. And can't Um, spend their money on shit. Right. Now, there were people that were online that are already doing what a lot of people have kind of started turning into. Um, But you had people that would actually go hunting for cards. And basically what they would do is, is they would go and we call and you would basically try to pull like rare cards out of Pokemon packs. People do it with Pokemon. Pokemon's the most popular one that you see on social media, like on the YouTubes and the Facebooks and whatnot. Um, but what really drove shit out of hand is you had these guys doing it and saying, oh my God, I just pulled an $80,000 card. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you, uh, I'm sorry. How many zeros did you just say? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you have people stuck at home with nothing to do, depressed, anxious, wanting to have a sense of something. So now it turned into, I'm going to do this. I'm going to hunt for this. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to, and unfortunately, because fucking people are fucking people, I'm going to try to make a quick buck off of this. Yeah. Well, there's one other uh, big thing that did happen because of 2020 uh, with the entire collectibles market. Um, So when you had our entire generation of of millennials uh, start to become insanely depressed last year, uh, and those of us that happened to be lucky enough to have even a little bit of disposable income uh, and had mm-hmm. nothing that we could spend it on other than essentials, which, you know, just contributed to depression. Um, yeah. We we looked for things that would make us happy. And aside from yeah. just video games and, and endless, uh, mindless entertainment, um, collectibles became a big thing. And thanks to the latest fascination uh, for cryptocurrency with, as part mm-hmm. of the uh, new hot trend for uh, retail investing, uh, NFTs yep. became a thing. Yep. And NFTs uh, had this appeal because they were such a unique thing, but it helped to restoke the fire around collectibles in general and when it became uh when you started to realize that there were ways that you could use nfts to connect back to real life collectibles uh it just really continued to snowball from there so that now the entire realm of collectibles in general going into 2021 uh had started to just ramp up so hard so that 
all it took was a big event like Pokemon's 25th anniversary to give everybody an excuse to just go all in and say, well, fuck it. We're going to do everything we can. We're going to buy everything. We're going to sell everything. We're going to make all the monies. Yep. And we're going to do it whatever it means, however we can, whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then... And it created the perfect storm of people being in a headspace of I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this done, right? Yeah. Like, More I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to make sure that... They're willing to lose everything at this point. Because right. after last year, right. a lot of people felt like, well, the fuck do I have to lose? Right, exactly. Now, what? what uh, how does that take us to today? Well, it's the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, like we said. Um... We were already kind of in the beginning precipices of an upswing in, in other collectible cards. Um, now what you're seeing is is basically take all of that and then just give it black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you might yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Because well, now well, you're especially seeing... Especially when you got guys and... and... I have nothing against uh, uh, guys like uh, was it Leonhart Lionheart? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Well, uh, how do you pronounce his username again? It's Leonhart. So it's right? Leonhart. Now, Leonhart. I, so I will say yeah. um, guys like me, him. I, no, I got so nothing I will say, against them, but they they really show the hype, and that that absolutely right. inspires things. Right now, is it their fault that people took it to the? just batshit levels that they did some people would argue that it is <laughs> eh, i mean maybe but at the even same though these time, guys have been doing it for years uh, yeah uh, but i mean at the same time especially guys like uh leon hart um i respect them because unboxing videos have been a thing for fucking years forever on YouTube. They, yeah. they've been popular as hell and especially if you're doing unboxings of collectibles there's always going to be a market for that it just happens to be that the market that the guys that focus on pokemon cards and other trading cards mm -hmm. uh is the market that has become popular with the public at large now so yep. Yep. while they are absolutely benefiting from it which means they can go a little bit uh better production value because they're making more money off of their videos and everything which mm -hmm. fantastic for them um somebody's always going to try to find somebody to blame for it but i would never blame guys like uh like that i i i just yeah. respect the hell out of guys like uh you know any of the card unboxers because they've stuck to something that they love so much that does have so much drastic flux in popularity i mean hell exactly exactly you're not but like when you're day on this every day like when you're seeing people trying to buy like 10 and 15 of the same box set and then you see them going online for seven and eight times the face value i sorry but i me as well, a human being and me as what i would yeah. say as a decent human being because i think i'm a decent person i should be allowed to castrate you and stuff your balls down your throat and hang you upside down until you fucking bleed to death I mean, scalpers have always been a thing. They're, they are the bane of fans' existences. 
it doesn't matter what you're a fan of. Scalpers there you go, are Brad. always there. You go, Brad. That that's the idea. Horrible. That's the idea. But, we send Bane after them. I mean, I'm not opposed to that one at all. Uh, I, 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 hell, <laughs> I, I, be willing to drop a lot of good money on pay per view for that for that shit, man. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, okay. literally pays for itself. Well, like, okay, I, uh, I, I went ahead and just for shits and giggles went to eBay and just did a quick search for Pokemon under the collectible cards uh, or card game section. Okay, and went now, for now, the sold no, no, no. items uh, listings. The now keep in mind highest since price I, since sold I... item this year. Uh-huh. A sealed first edition fossil booster box, one million four hundred seventeen thousand one hundred ninety-eight dollars and fifty-eight fucking cents, plus eighty-three dollars and three cents shipping. Ah, uh, what a cheap, what a cheap fucking prick! Couldn't even shell out a hundred dollars for shipping. <laughs> uh, I mean, but no, but that's hell. but that's where it is. Like, oh, yeah. look, like, like, well, so me, me working where I work, I know what MSRP on like all of this shit is. Oh yeah. So when I go to like mom and pop shops, which I find it funny that people are always like, "Oh, mom and pop shops, this and that." Yeah, no, so. You guys think like Target, Walmart are assholes? Go try to buy collectibles at like a like self-owned place. Oh yeah, I mean because you no, walk into uh, places we, that we're not bashing mom and pop sh- uh, shops. Just so that that's very oh, very no, no, no. clear. No, I I'm bashing them when they buy something that's fifty dollars and then turn around and try to sell it in their store for a hundred and eighty. Okay, yeah, so there are exceptions. But in general, the the small <laughs> local shops, we don't bash those. Yes. Just, just, just as yes. the big disclaimer here, we're not saying as a general concept. This is specific incidents no. with specific and people, why, and you always know who they are when you see them. And that's why I'm not, and that's why I'm not naming names, because mm-hmm. I have been into several stores. I've been into comic stores. I've been into to yeah. collectible stores. Where I see these things and I'm like, oh, I wonder how much this is selling for. Huh. Okay. So that box comes in and retails at $39.99 and you're selling it for $150. Yeah. Huh. So it, it, here's here's something that I find very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, which makes this not so surprising. Just yep. a bit uh, adds another layer to this. So... Yeah. For the past several years now, um, guys like Gary Vaynerchuk have been uh, espousing the, uh, the the need for more people to get into uh, garage sale flipping. Uh, to mm-hmm. go out, go to garage sales, yard sales, whatever, uh, you know, uh, flea markets, find the people trying to sell uh, classic uh, collectibles that they don't know what it is, uh, or things that are undervalued, but you know there is a very specific niche market out there for it, and uh, try to flip it for a much better price. That has been a thing, and even as uh, l- late as like 2018, 2019, uh, you- entire YouTube channels and um, Amazon and eBay businesses have been uh, created around that concept. Um, But 
it has always been uh, a bit of a hit or miss uh, business idea because you really need to understand the niche market you're targeting and you really need to understand the prices uh, that that niche was willing to pay for those items. Now, when you are looking at something like this that really explodes uh, in popularity like trading cards and now specifically Pokemon cards, it's a lot easier for people to get into that type of business even on the side because even common cards that are from the original prints can still go for a decent amount of money per card the problem that i see and and this is uh, ultimately the problem with any of these collectible markets is that it's going to inevitably create a false sense of optimism for a lot of people that are getting into this, mm -hmm. not even late in the game, but getting into this thinking that they can make a quick buck off of this without yep. actually understanding the collectors out there and the reasons why these collectibles are so popular. And that that's the one warning I will put out there for anybody. Get into Pokemon cards if you want. Sell them if you want. That's fine just understand if you don't get into something like this with the idea that you need to do your homework or at least be a fan before you start trying to sell this stuff you are almost definitely going to lose money on this because you're gonna miss the point well and then also keep in mind that you know while everybody seems to think that the market for this is booming right now which it is um Retailers are already doing stuff to help kill the market, sort of say. Like, oh, yeah. the retailer that I work for, we are not a small company. We are a pretty big name company. You know who we are. Context um, clues. You guys can figure it out. Context clues. Context clues. Us, Walmart, Target... And a couple of other retailers that I cannot remember have all already pulled all TCG from pre-orders and from stores. Uh, Walmart and Target have both uh, announced in the last couple days that they, Walmart definitely, Target maybe, are going to start putting uh, TCG uh, sales back in store. Back are um, they? So. Uh, some areas as a rollout, some just straight up uh, here in the next week or so. Yeah, well, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, now, I do know that my retailer that I work for, we do still have stuff in store, um, but we have already been told things like if it's an upcoming set, we're not taking reserves on it, and we may or may not get them in stores. So that should tell you everything that you need to know about what retailers are trying to do um, to help curb the insanity if you will yeah and that that's the thing you guys really need to keep in mind with any of these crazes um <laughs> it, it's it's just like the first lesson you should learn uh, when you get into retail stock trading or cryptocurrency uh, trading, 
or really any kind of uh, online sales uh, or trading of some kind. Um, the best money to be made is going to be at the beginning and early part of the fad. The moment the big retailers really catch on to it, the moment the big corporations catch on to it, they will always find a way to kill the craze and suck all of the money out of the market. And if you get into it too late, the cost of entry for you becomes higher and the return on investment drops. It's hard to do, which is why the, this type of thing is always so... It becomes such a hard thing to predict and why collectors of any kind are always so gung-ho when something comes out as the next, the quote, next big fad that they latch on to it and try to invest as much as they can into it because you never know what's going to come around and have this level of money later on as the collector's market, but you can take your bets. So... Always keep that in mind, guys. It, it is going to suck uh, for somebody. Just try not to make it suck for you. Agreed. Eh. But, Agreed 100%. Yeah. I think we could get into the... I think we've ranted enough. Yeah. We get into <laughs> some of the specifics uh, more detailed if we want to. Honestly, our goal right now is to try uh, in one of our upcoming shows soon to bring on... A, a, a more resident expert on the Pokemon card market to be able to give more first-hand knowledge on this. But no matter what, you guys can definitely assume one of our next shows will be talking about just the Pokemon 25th anniversary in general in depth. So yep. with that, uh, keep an eye out. Indeed. So, anywho... Um, Mike, any final thoughts? No, I think we, I think we covered it. You know, people are shit. And, uh, you know, that's all I got. Okay. Well, with that, guys, thank you so <laughs> much for joining us. Uh, as always, I'm Brad. That's Mike. We're Dallas Geek. Why do I keep pointing and waving? They can't uh, see me. Uh, and because I forgot to plug it at the beginning, uh, if you have not checked out our show before um good job of making this your first uh entry into us uh yeah, but right. you can always check out you picked a hell of a time to start yeah you can always check out uh <laughs> the audios for all of our live shows uh interviews and all of our audio exclusive podcasts on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, and stitcher and you can always check out the videos of our live shows and interviews over at youtube and uh facebook and you know the rest of our socials for the little preview clips and whatnot so um yeah go check us out don't forget to like subscribe follow all that fun stuff please uh we must let uh the various internet overlords uh be somewhat happy with us so thank you mm -hmm. um but until next time guys thank you so much and um yeah see ya Bye.